For black women in America, a breast cancer diagnosis brings with it a disturbing statistic. Black women are less likely to develop breast cancer, but 40% more likely to die from it than white women. That's according to the Centers for Disease. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. We're not listening to that. Open up your curtains, let the sun in, and change your music. From test to trial to testimony, this is Pink October, and I'm your host, Patricia Anderson. Want you to know that God is still a healer, and we talk about the trials and tests and testimonies of people that have gone through the cancer journey. So I would hope that you would enjoy some conversations that I'm having with some of our Pink sisters. So come on and listen in. This is Pat Anderson, and welcome back to another episode of Pink October. And today we have with us our guest is Miss Tony Phelps, and she's with us today as a friend of mine. Uh, We are sisters in pink. She is a breast cancer overcomer. And today we're going to talk to Tony about her test, trial, and testimony. So I'm going to start out by asking Tony to tell us a little bit about her test. And the test is something about what the diagnosis and the process and procedure going forward after that. So Tony, if you don't mind, could you tell us a little bit about your story, your diagnosis and, uh, and whatnot? Okay. Um, it started in, the end of 1999 and my journey went through 2000 before I had the surgery and any, everything. So what happened, I went for my mammogram, everything was fine. So about a month later, I was, it was like a Saturday morning. I was laying in bed watching TV and I happened to turn over and I felt a lump. So I, I like brushed it off. And then about a week went by, I said, Tony, don't be stupid. Call up and get another mammogram. So Mm -hmm. I called up and got another mammogram. And the mammogram didn't show anything. Tony, let me ask so, you something. You said you made the call to call up for another mammogram. So you already had one for that year? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So, so wow. gave me an appointment and it still didn't show anything. So I insisted that something was there and they could feel it. So they decided to do an ultrasound. And when they did the ultrasound, it showed right up. And right there, they did a biopsy. And about 8 o'clock mm-hmm. at night, they called and said, well, we have some bad news for you. Um, it's cancer, and you need to get in touch with a surgeon. So they called so, you on the same night of the biopsy? Yes. Wow, that was a quick turnaround. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so they got in touch with you really quickly, and they let you know that it's confirmed. So then what happened? So, um, I called, I called my uh, primary care doctor and he gave me a list of uh, surgeons that could operate on me. Mm -hmm. So I went to like two surgeons. I got their opinion and I ended up, um, doctor, uh, a lady, female doctor. She did the surgery and I had chemo, I had radiation, I had a lobectomy and Mm -hmm. I'm fine right now. Mm-hmm. 
Now, when you were going through um, the whole process, was there somebody there with you to go through it? Yes. I Did somebody go with you yes. on your appointments and all of that? Okay. Yes. I took my okay. sister with me because she was retired at that time. She just had retired and uh-huh. you went to every appointment and it's best to take someone with you because sometimes you hear mm-hmm. one thing and they hear something else. Mm-hmm. So you can like put your heads together and, and really understand Absolutely. what you're saying, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, most now, time, most time when you say you have cancer, you think it's a death. So, yes. No. Yes. Now, was there like a history of uh, cancer in your family? Well, Do you know, yes, my aunt had breast cancer, which okay, she didn't say anything at first. Then my young oh. cousin was the first. Well, I had one young cousin at eighteen. She ended up with breast cancer, and I had another cousin. She was in her twenties, and she had breast cancer. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, it's something when people don't tell you, you know, because a lot of times, you know, it not necessarily, but a lot of times, you know, that gene, right. Um, is there. So like when we go to the doctor and they'll ask us, you know, who in your family previously had X, Y, and Z, because they're trying to figure out how to treat you based on the fact that you are carrying a gene for this thing. Correct. Did you, as a matter of fact, since it's been a while for you, like 20 years, which is awesome. Yes. Did they um, talk to you about that? Now they do this gene thing where they can test you yes. for the, to see if you carry the gene. Yes, I can have that test because not only do breast cancer run in my family and just five of my cousins in the same family died of um, pancreatic cancer, lung cancer, and bone cancer. So yes, I get that test. Okay. All right. So um, same here. I've got, um, you know, extended family members and everything that had different kinds of cancers on both sides of the family. Yes. Um, But because my immediate parents didn't have it, I didn't think that I never, I, you never think that anyway, but I, it never crossed my mind that that was, that I could potentially be a cancer candidate because it was distant relatives. You know what I mean? Right. Like your like cousins and stuff like that. So yeah, I understand what you're saying about that. So it, it totally just like, how could it be me? I mean, everybody else is out there that had it. So, so now, um, you elected to just have the lumpectomy. Correct. Right? Yes. How come? Well, at first they said the cancer was only four centimeters, right? But when they went in, it was larger than they thought. Mm. But if I had to do it all over again, I would have my breast removed. Because the, you know, you still get the pain and everything. So I would mm. have a mastectomy mm-hmm. if I had to do it all over again. So they first did it and 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 or when they first diagnosed it or found it they went deeper and saw that it was actually bigger correct you couldn't change it at that point or you weren't you didn't wrap your hand i was already under the knife already so when i when i oh yes they was already doing the surgery already (laughs) oh wow yes Okay. Okay. So you really didn't even find out it was bigger until after you recover after recovery. Correct. Correct. Oh, 
Okay. All right. So, so now you've had what type of treatment did you have? Well, first I had chemo. I okay. Had, and how long did you have to go through the chemo? That took about three, three and a half months. And then I, as soon as I got done with the chemo, I thought I was going to have a little break, but I didn't. So the following week, no, no the following week, I started 35 um, radiation treatments. Now, was that a choice or did they tell you you had to do the radiation? They told me I had to do the radiation. Wow. Okay. Now, I didn't have to do radiation, but I, my understanding is that's that's an everyday thing, right? Well, it was just for um, seven days and it was just 35 treatments. So that's five weeks. So. so every day for five weeks? Yes. Yes. Including Sundays? No, I didn't do it on Sundays. No, I didn't do it on Sundays. Okay. 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 And, um, and so somebody went with you for that too? Yeah, my sister. My sister went with me for everything. Like everything. Okay. Bless her heart. Yeah. Bless her heart. Yeah. Oh my God. You, you, it's, 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 it's a blessing. It truly is to have someone who, um, is, is by your side and, and cause they could never really truly, you know, understand what we're going through, but they're with us side by side to help us along the journey. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I think, I thank God for that. I really do. Right. So so let's so let's talk about the things um you know that are that were going that are going on in your life um as a result of that how did it change um your life during that time and even now leading up to now well i was i'm always open with people so every chance i get I would talk about my mm-hmm. journey that I that I had had cancer. I'm doing fine. It's not a death threat. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can be a survivor. You know. What we talk about now. Mm-hmm. And if um, so, anybody need my help, I try to get different resources for them. If I have to uh-huh. take them somewhere, I'm, I will take them. Um, this one lady had no insurance. So I called up my mm. surgeon and I says, Miss um, So and So um, has no insurance, and um, mm-hmm. she has this lump. And she told me to tell the lady to. to I gave her the number, and they did her surgery mm-hmm. free. They didn't mm-hmm. charge. Her. Oh, really? Yes, free. Yes. Wow. Oh my God! So she had no insurance, and because you took her there. They took her in and gave her the surgery for free. Yes. Yes. Do you know how much that donation amounts to? Oh, probably thousands like dollars. Thousands and thousands thousand, of Thousands. We're talking like 30, 30 grand. Yes, or more. It's, it's an expensive procedure. Yes. Yes. Oh, how blessed. How is she doing, this person? Oh, she's fine. She's doing okay? Yes, she's fine. Great. Great. Awesome. Awesome. So it's safe to say, how did you change Tony as a person? I know you just said that you decided that you were going to be an advocate, um, you know, for, for helping people, but how did you, the person Tony change? Well, I don't think, how I did it change you? I don't think I, it really changed me because mm-hmm. I was always a given person. I try to be mm-hmm. kind to people. Um, 
I never look down at anybody. If I have something and if I can give it to them, I will give it to them. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. even with Mm -hmm. money, if someone say they need money, if I have it, I will give it to them. If I get it back, I get it back because I know my aunt had always told me if you give people money, don't give it to them if you can't afford it because you may not get it back. So that's how I, I look at things. So you've always had a, a, a giving heart. And of course, this situation didn't change anything. If anything, it made you more open to giving. Right. Yes. In the next half of the show, we're going to I want to talk about um, your testimony. And I want to talk about the good stuff that came out of it, because although we we go through this whole thing and, and nobody wants to be a part of this, I don't I don't wish it on anybody. I really I truly don't. However, um, now that we're here, there is actually some good stuff that come out of it. So after this quick break, we're going to talk about that. And then I also want you to share some information about the organization that we both belong to, which is the Gildas Club of Rochester. Okay. All right. Like what you hear on Pink October? Want to catch all new shows? Why not share these inspiring stories with others going through their journey? Follow Pink October at podpage.com backslash pink hyphen October and subscribe to the podcast. Let us know what you think of the show and support breast cancer efforts through donations at the site. Thanks for listening to Pink October. Welcome back to Pink October. And again, our guest today that's with us is Miss Tony Phelps, and she is a breast cancer survivor, as we've been talking about. But now we want to delve a little further into the testimony that comes out of Tony's survival. I mean, we've both of us have been through this whole journey. Everybody's journey is not necessarily the same, even though we may have gone through the same things. For you, Tony, was there something that came out of this whole trial, this whole journey? This whole thing that we we all of a sudden find ourselves thrust into is now our life. What if what can you walk away with and share with the audience that is a highlight almost of having gone through all that? Well, I think the highlight was when I was you know had the cancer and I went through the treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this lady that I worked with and. She had breast cancer also, and she had joined Gilda's Club, so she invited me to Gilda's Club. So the first meeting, I didn't go because I don't know if I felt scared or I didn't know what the meetings were going to be about. Mm -hmm. So when she invited me the second time, I decided to go. And and this was how long ago? Over 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Wow. So tell me, Tony, what you enjoyed about it. What, What is it that when you finally decided to go... What is it that you enjoyed so much that you you had a desire to go back? Well, because, you know, not all the ladies had breast cancer. They had liver cancer. They had lung cancer. They had brain cancer. You know, they had all types of cancer. Mm-hmm. And I felt that um, we opened up and we talked about different situations that, you know, um, our feet hurt, our, our toenails were black. and. Just different things we mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. that 
if I hadn't went, I wouldn't have known that other people were going through the same issues that I was having. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we, yeah, we cry, but we laugh and, you know, we have fun. And I probably didn't met over 60 or 70 different people. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy everybody. So, so I was just glad that I took that first step. It's always about taking the first step. It's so scary. Yes. So now I guess it's like the first day of school, you know, when you went to school the first day, you didn't know what to expect. Yeah. (laughs) So now, so then you've what walked away with a ton of new friendships and whatnot as a result. Yeah. 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 So can you go into a little bit more detail about who Gilda's club of Rochester is? Okay. Their support group. Um, they don't support you financially. A lot of people think you come there and they give you money. That's mm-hmm. that's not what the organization is about. Okay. You, you go there, they have doctors that come in and they have you know, like new practice um, tests you can get. They mm-hmm. show you um, what's the new therapies on. Mm-hmm. Um, they have crafts for people. They have cooking classes, um, even for the kids, wow. you know, yeah. they have the summer camp, for the children, and mm-hmm. even men attend Gilda's Club, you know, they have the prostate group. So now what about um, family members of those that are going through? Are they allowed to come there as well? Oh, yes, they mm-hmm. can come also. Mm hmm. And they have the Noogie Land, which if you don't have a babysitter, you can bring your children and, mm-hmm. you know, they take good care of them. And it's, it's, it's a wonderful organization. Yes, it know? is. It is. Now, in addition to that, now within the Gildas Club of Rochester is the Women of Color group. Tell us a little bit. Do you know, because uh, you are the facilitator of that group. How long have you been doing that? Probably for about five to six years now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the fourth facilitator of the group since we were formed over 20 years ago. So I'm the fourth uh, facilitator. And and what is the Women of Color group about within the Gilda's organization? Okay, we're a group of mostly um, African-American women mm-hmm. um, that meets every other Monday or twice a month. And we come together. And we talk about how we're feeling, what we're going through, mm-hmm. what's the latest treatments, um, how can we help the other ladies that are don't have support. And a lot of the ladies, they will even go to the doctors with other members yes. of our group. Yes. And we have volunteers. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we have a wonderful time. We, have, yeah. we go to health fairs to try to spread the word. Mm-hmm. Um, we have had plays we have put on when we had, we celebrate our 10 year anniversary, we had a big gala that was successful. We gave the money to Gilda's club. Wow. Um, we go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we had went to Seneca falls to the women, um, rights organization we, we do a lot of things we went on a boat ride mm-hmm. I, you know what i mean, we just, I, mean I have to time. say I, I love it because since i've been there um not only is the fellowship awesome but you know the activities 
that have been put together through the Women of Color group. Like you said, boat rides and um, galas. And do you remember that event at the top of the Strath Allen? Yes. Oh, yes. my gosh. That thing was awesome. And, and, you know, and sometimes, I mean, just getting together and just talking and laughing and being together and sharing and doing things together. It just right. it just takes it to a whole nother level. It really does. Yeah. And, um, you know, sharing, like you said, sharing of information, because a lot of people aren't aware of what's available to them um, as, a, as a cancer patient. They, they have no idea. Of of what's yes. out there for them. And I like for people to know I was fortunate that I had a, a person that came in my oncologist's office and sat down with a big folder of all of the resources that was available to me. Gilda's was in that list that was available, right. you know, to me, the American Cancer, all the different things. So I thank God for us. I thank God for Gilda's and the women of color group. I really do. So how do they get in touch with and sign up at Gildas? Okay, they're at 255 Alexander Street. Mm -hmm. um, you can stop by or you can call, get their, their telephone number and call and you mm -hmm. go for orientation. You know, they just show you around the, the club. They call it the guest house. They yes. show you around and, you know, they make you feel comfortable and everything. And mm -hmm. um, they give you a pamphlet. You can give them your email and they will send out all the activities for each month mm -hmm. and it, everything is free. One mm -hmm. good thing about it's free. Oh, There's yeah. no cost yeah. for guilt to join Gilda's club. Yeah. And it's so worth it. Now um, yeah. with the, the, and, you know, and the nice thing about it now with the pandemic, are they, how are, are they still doing the tours and all of that or how are they handling signups now? Okay, everything is virtual. You, mm -hmm. you, you can just call and you can sign up. But I think in October, the women of color, we may get to go back because they have Yay! like social distance now. Uh -huh. So I'm thinking in October, they're going to give it a trial run. Yeah. Nice. You know, because it's going to be yeah. it's, it's going to be so nice to just be together around the table, fellowshipping. Right. And since most of us haven't seen each other in over a year, almost two. Yeah. It's going to be quite right. the celebration. Yes. I'm, I'm so yes, looking forward be. to it. I really yeah. am. So yeah. I would hope that, you know, all people, because it's just not about women, but anybody that's going through in their family or their support system would, you know, take a look at, at joining at Gilda's because there's so much more to it than even than we've you know, share with you here today on this broadcast. The fellowship alone is worth it, you know, and the friendships and whatnot is just totally worth it for men, women, children. People just, you know, need to reach out or do realize that a lot of people are a little shy when it comes to getting involved, but can't lose. It's a win-win. It's a win-win yes, it situation. Yes. And I'll have to say, I, I truly believe that it's been a great wealth of um, joy for me going through the journey. Cause I signed up, uh, I got diagnosed in February. I signed up in March. My first meeting was at March and I'm so glad I did because when I, uh, you know, when you're out of sight, you guys reach out, see if everybody's okay. Um, but I, I just, I really like the, and we just, you know, have fun times. and. Um, yes. 
you know. So um, with that said, I mean, you know, is there anything else, Tony, that you just like to share with us on this broadcast today? Well, one highlight uh, when I joined Gilda's Club, probably about 12 years ago, uh-huh. about 10 of, the, 10 of the ladies, we went to South Carolina to another breast cancer function. So oh, we, wow. we reach out all to different states to yes. try to help people. So they don't yeah. have to be just right here locally in Rochester to be a part of it. No, because right now we have like, what, three different ladies that's from different states and they don't mm-hmm. have the Gilders Club in their state. Uh-huh. And they, they come on by Zoom with us. Yes. You know. So that gives us an opportunity to fellowship and support these ladies as well, although they're or men or whoever, but for the women of color group, and they don't even have to be here locally. Correct. Correct. Wonderful. That's wonderful. Yes. Absolutely wonderful. So is there, um, is there anything else, Tony? I mean, feel free to share anything you'd like. Um, the platform is yours right now because it, it's just, it's a plethora of, of stuff out there that, um, People just aren't aware of it. I'm even learning more and more and more. And you've been in this thing, you know, a whole lot longer than I have. And um, like I said, you've been an awesome facilitator for us and uh, appreciate you really do. And I'm so glad that um, you stepped up to take on facilitating the group. Um, so I can say that as African-Americans, we really have to push forward and get that information out there and, mm-hmm. you know, um, just open doors up for other women and men. Yes. Let them know they're, they can still live. Yes. Even with having cancer, you still can live. Yes. If you get treatment early. It's yes. all about getting that treatment early. Absolutely. Yeah. Early. And, and, and if you think it's there, go and check and see. You know, right. don't. I mean, some people are scared to find out, you know, what the results may be, but just it's better to know than not know. And so with that, I'm going to get ready to sign off and I'm going to say this breast cancer took my breast, but not my breath. I'm still alive and breathing and will be for quite some time to come. So. Thank you. I appreciate you, Tony. Thank you for coming on with us today and for this episode of Pink October.